professional cuddling in Seattle and the United Kingdom on Pro Cuddle Hustle podcast. Welcome back, my beautiful listeners. It's Felicity, and as I record this, it is the first day of Pride Month, so it's June 1st, 2022, and I'm only days away from Marta de las Putas. It's a march for sex workers, especially the Hispanic ones. This year is the inaugural year, meaning the first year that it's being done, and hopefully it becomes a yearly event. It's being organized by several people, one of them being Celestina Pearl, who is the outreach manager at St. James Infirmary, which is the first infirmary in the United States formed to assist sex workers. And the march is also being organized by volunteers of Rad Mission Neighbors, which I volunteer for. Rad Mission Neighbors is this wonderful collective based in the Mission District of San Francisco. We help out homeless people, transgender people, undocumented people, just anybody who needs free laundry service. I may not only give a speech, I may also pole dance. Please march with us. The promotional flyer is on Instagram. As for this podcast episode, I will absolutely make more episodes in the future pertaining to what the professional cuddling scene is like in various parts of the world. Now let's get on to the episode. As I record this, it is 2 p.m. Pacific time on June 1st. I am live streaming on Facebook, which has some pretty neat interactive tools for live streams. And then I see the podcast button on Facebook because believe it or not, there are some Facebook exclusive podcasts out there. I saw this little disclaimer that says beginning June 3rd, 2022, there will be no more. There won't be that podcast tab on Facebook no more. I don't know why. If you are a Facebook exclusive podcast host listening to this right now, I am flattered that I am grateful that you found my podcast. What is the most successful Facebook exclusive podcast? Because I've never heard of that. I know there are a lot of SoundCloud exclusive podcasts. There are probably YouTube exclusive podcasts, but I want to know how badly this is affecting the podcast industry as a whole. But back to the topic at hand, I tried my best to research the pro cuddling scene in Seattle, Washington. I think Seattle, Washington is the most populated city in the Pacific Northwest, either that or Portland or Vancouver. I could not find any unbroken links pertaining to the Seattle pro cuddling scene. The one and only article I found was pretty short. The pro cuddler interviewed, I don't think he's pro cuddling anymore. I could be incorrect. Let me just read the article for you. On Como News, I am trying to find a date for this article. I don't see one, nor do I see uh, the name of the journalist who wrote this. That's a bummer. And there's only one photo within this article and that is of the professional cuddler. Seattle, hugs for hire? There's a man for that. A Seattle resident has created a business offering hugs, cuddling, and spooning for a price. Mitchell Diers, who was once an actor and ballroom dance instructor, started Snuggle Up Seattle about two months ago after he says he learned the importance of touch. I don't mean to sound like I'm coming from left field. I am currently going through a lost media phase on YouTube. It's what I binge every day. Because I watch those videos, I just found out about this one internet tool called the Wayback Machine. My understanding of it is that for links that are broken, for websites that are no longer, because technically when you post something online, it's there forever. You could use the Wayback Machine to look at archives to see what a website looked like before it went under. I still have never used it, but perhaps in the future, I will use it for for professional cuddling research purposes. Back to the article. Most of Dier's sessions involve meeting with clients in a 
coffee shop for hand-holding or for conversation or traveling to their homes. Cuddling is part of what he offers, as is snuggling and spooning or even watching a movie together. He has strict policies about hygiene and does not allow inappropriate touching. I don't do this anymore, but in the past, I would meet up with cuddle clients. And these are first-time people. I would meet up with them in a coffee shop after we talk for, I don't know, 15 minutes. And I would not get paid for those 15 minutes. I would get in their car and then they would drive me to their house. I would just blindly trust them. That's not very safe. You could argue that meeting up with strangers in their houses to quote unquote cuddle is also dangerous. But if I had to choose between getting into a car with someone who will not pay me for the preliminary coffee shop meeting, then I probably don't want to get into their car and trust that they'll take me to the right location. And the car ride is also probably not going to be compensated for. A preliminary meeting plus traveling to the cuddle location, whether you're doing it by walking or getting into their car, that's a lot of time already taken up. And an hour can easily go by. That's a story for another day. Back to the article. It's nice to have touch. We don't have that in America as much, he added. Touching is a basic human need and it's something I believe in. Prices start at 35 bucks for 30 minutes and 60 bucks for an hour. Diers also offers his services at corporate events. This is one of the very, very few instances where I hear about a pro cuddler offering half hour sessions. Contrary to popular belief, if you offer half hour sessions, you don't have to make it 50% of your hourly rate. You can make it 100% of your hourly rate. You can make it more like 200% of your hourly rate. Cuddling people at corporate events. I don't really understand what that means. Can someone explain to me what that means? I've also gone to a couple of cuddle puddles before he said smiling, referring to the slang of a group of people cuddling together. I wonder if this person is no longer a professional cuddler but still goes to cuddle parties. Similar businesses have popped up in Portland and in New York. There are hyperlinks for both Portland and New York. Dier says he doesn't have a significant other so he doesn't worry about making someone jealous. His parents too weren't an issue. Both of my parents are artists and hippies so when I told them about this they were like okay great Dier said. I think everybody really does get yeah touching and human contact is nice. Why wouldn't somebody want that? And that is the end of the article. Okay, escorts who are listening, how often do you get people emailing you, texting you, messaging you, inviting you to a corporate event? Because I hate getting messages from people using escorting slang and I know that a lot of professional cuddling borrows terminology from sex workers like in-call, out-call, but I hate it when I get clients who message me saying stuff like, do you do Greek? Do you do happy endings? Can I invite you to this one corporate event? I understand that the laws are mean and if you were to talk about explicit things like how much for a condomless blowjob, you are probably talking to a cop who's trying to arrest you. I don't want to begin a session thinking that it's going to play out one way but then it goes completely in the opposite direction that I anticipated. I have had people say things like, oh I'm bringing you flowers and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so nice but one flower was equivalent to one dollar like they were trying to book me for sex and then they would be like I'm giving you this many flowers for our appointment it's very frustrating when people don't do their research or maybe they do do their research they know I'm just professionally cuddling right now and they're trying to fill my head with fantasies so I'll do things that I don't necessarily want to do but they want me to do over a month ago I started trying to find cuddle clients through the anonymous confession 
Women's App Whisperer. I have not had much luck, even though people complain about not having a cuddle buddy there all the time. I recently got a message from someone asking if I do overnights, and I'm like, yeah, I charge this much per hour for cuddling, and this is my flat rate for overnights. And then he asks me if I guaranteed releases. Like, I hate it when I'm talking to submissive clients, because, you know, I'm a dominatrix. I hate it when I'm emailing submissives, and they ask me if I guarantee orgasms. There is nothing wrong with enjoying sexual BDSM or only doing BDSM for sexual purposes. I don't think there's such a thing as a best sex worker in the world. I just don't think it's reasonable for any sex worker in the world to guarantee orgasms for every single person every single time. Like, you could have sex with your significant other every day for 10 years. You could know their body really well, they could know your body really well, and you don't orgasm every single time or they don't orgasm every single time or neither of y'all orgasm every single time and that's completely fine. So that's my short rant. If you're a professional cuddler who gets paid for companionship through conferences, concerts, Broadway musical viewings, corporate events, congratulations. I miss when my cuddle clients would do that with me. Things have opened up where I live in spite of COVID. Unfortunately, I've done tours where I would get no pre-bookings. And so whilst I'm supposed to be on vacation, you know, enjoying my time, I would be working and trying to find some last minute clients on platforms such as Whisper. And it's just, I'm not saying it's impossible to find clients on Whisper, but it's sad. If you're a sex worker, regardless if you're a professional cuddler or a dominatrix, I want to validate you. If you make a public announcement and no one pre-books, I wish you the best of luck if you are in a tight financial situation and you have to rely on last minute bookings. Best of luck to you. Okay, final note. I hate it when you are a very clear communicator. You elucidate, enunciate everything and your cuddle client still thinks you're just speaking entirely in metaphors. My father is one of the many people out there who mostly speaks in metaphors and it works because I understand what my dad is saying most of the time. If you've never met anyone before, I understand being afraid that you're talking to a cop. Using metaphors to speak, you might get yourself blocked even if you don't have any malicious intent. Editing Felicity here. I am using the Wayback Machine, also known as web.archive.org. I typed in snuggleupseattle.com. Apparently, this website existed in 2014. That was a while ago. That is about eight years ago. The tagline for the website is, sometimes everyone just needs to be held, which I don't think is the best way to phrase it. I would have made the tagline, everyone just needs to be held sometimes, but that's just me nitpicking. Ooh, Mitch not only has a half hour and hourly rate, he also has a 45 minute rate, which is 45 bucks. 30 minutes, a little more than $1 per minute. 45 minutes, that's $1 per minute. One hour is $1 per minute. Okay then, how Como News spells Mitchell Dier's name is different from how Snuggle Up Seattle spells Mitchell's name. I am looking at his about page and it says, my name is Mitchell Dier. I'm an actor, father, part-time philosopher, and professional cuddler. I am here to make you comfortable, warm, and secure. I have a bachelor's from University of Tennessee and MFA from the New School of NYC. I don't think this showcases your personality that much and it definitely is not relevant to professional cuddling. I mean, if he had a degree in, I don't know, psychology or massage therapy or Reiki, one of those kind of holistic medicines, then I guess that would be relevant. He just lists his alma mater and not the degree. Moving on. I have been interested in human connection for a very long time. For quite some time, I have 
explored it through theater and story. The world is full of nuance in how we try to get our needs met and how we go about it. I've always been drawn to Eastern practices and metaphysics. Having worked in service industries, sometimes requiring physical contact, I've learned professionalism and courtesy. But it's good that this person has worked some customer service jobs. As an actor and as a ballroom dance instructor, I've become very comfortable in holding someone and in helping them to know that they are safe with me. On the physical side, I am six feet tall and generally a big teddy bear in that I am muscular, but also like a cookie now and then. Interesting. Like a cookie now and then. You know, I would hug a cookie if I could. <laughs> I love cookies. I'm looking at Mitchell's FAQ and it says, there is a strict privacy policy observed. Client information and identity is not shared with anyone. I don't know if that is something that should be promised. Does he just not have any friends who are pro cuddlers that he shares screening info with? Cancellation policy. To avoid charges for missed appointments, please cancel 24 hours prior to appointment time. Hygiene policy. For the comfort and well-being of both parties, please have bathed recently and have cleaned your mouth recently as well. The snuggler will have done the same. Payment policy. Payment is due immediately at the beginning of each session so we can spend the rest of the time on the session. We accept cash, debit, and PayPal. I don't know why he says we. I'm pretty sure he's the only person managing this website. But it's good that he accepts multiple forms of payment. Before I transition to professional cuddling in the United Kingdom, if you've ever worked as a cuddler or cuddle party facilitator in Seattle, whether it's your permanent home or you toured there one time, I want to hear about your experience. I also confuse phrases like touring and fly me to you. Sorry if I've confused you on Instagram. I try to use every phrase within my niche correctly. I'm getting my information from various sources like Reddit and Twitter. I think fly me to you is when a client pays you to fly over to them and you're supposed to only see them during your work vacation. Maybe a tour means you go to a location for leisure and if anyone there books a cuddle with you then great. You just made extra change to spend on your vacation. I mean I know these are different industries but when musicians go on tours it's usually like 10 different states or several different countries. It would be weird for them to announce I'm going on a tour and then have only two tour dates but perhaps with professional cuddlers we can say yeah I'm going on a two city tour. Also what does it mean to sponsor a tour? Does that mean someone pays for your plane ticket to a region but they don't actually cuddle you while you're there? I don't know man. And a travel only provider is someone who only works outside of the region they live in? Please help me. I think an out call only professional cuddler is a professional cuddler who never hosts their appointments. It's confusing to say the least. If it's confusing for a professional cuddler of four years, I can only imagine how incomprehensible these terms are for cuddle clients. I want as much clarity as possible, y'all. If you've worked as a professional cuddler or cuddle party facilitator in the UK, please tell me all about it. If you've worked in both Seattle and the UK, I definitely want to interview you. Okay, you've been waiting patiently for me to discuss the United Kingdom, and I cannot talk about pro-cuddling in the UK without bringing up Kitty Mansfield. When researching the history of pro-cuddling in the UK, I found this website, cuddle-professionals.co UK. This is what the about page says. Hello, I'm Claire Mendelson, founder of Cuddle Professionals International. I blazed the trail for the acceptance of platonic touches therapy when I opened the UK's first pro cuddling service, Be Snuggled, back in 2013. Until this year, I've been running Cuddle Professionals 
Girls International under my pro-cuddler name, Kitty Mansfield. I'm surprised that she's coming forth with her, I'm assuming, her government name. I don't think she's changing personas. I feel like if you're using a stage name and you're switching over to a different stage name for everything, I think it would be weird if the persona change would be like, surprise everyone, this is my real name, this is my government name. But if Claire Mendelssohn is comfortable with the international internet knowing her government name, I guess all the more power to her. I found this one blog post. It was published on January 29th, 2015. The headline reads, Kitty Mansfield wins recognition of cuddling as a standalone therapy in the UK. In January 2015, I was the first person in Europe to gain recognition of cuddling as a professional therapy for insurance purposes. In spite of much resistance from the insurance industry, I pushed and pushed and wasn't going to take no for an answer. My persistence paid off. I don't know that much about health insurance in the United States. I don't have health insurance right now. So I definitely do not know what health insurance is like in the UK or any kind of insurance anywhere in Europe. But this does sound like a huge win. I found this one Facebook post from Cuddle Professionals International. This photo was uploaded on March 1st, 2018. And the caption reads, This week, CPI founder Kitty Mansfield attended a successful and inspiring National Massage Day and Pro-Touch Awareness Month meeting as a steering group member. So Kitty is on the left side of the photo and the three other women in the photo are Lizzie Badger, founder and MD of the Therapist Business Club, Yvette Jordan of the newly launched UKLC, I don't know what that is, and Carolyn Watson of the Complementary and Natural Healthcare Council, CNHC for short. I'm going to be honest, I don't know anything about these three other people, but it does sound like these four women are making big strides within Europe regarding professional cuddling being accepted by health insurance companies. I did a little more digging on National Massage Day and Pro-Touch Awareness Month. I think that's October? I think these are all just widely accepted things by the general public. It's not like a nationally regarded or internationally known ordeal. I apologize if I'm not using the right terminology for all this. Kitty Mansfield has been interviewed for Daily Mail, which I'm assuming is the most well-known news website in the United Kingdom. It's the only UK one I can name from the top of my head. Anyways, this March 28, 2013 article written by Bianca Linden is titled Woman 45 earns up to 360 pounds a day cuddling men as the UK's first professional snuggler. Interesting headline. Kitty Mansfield from Ramsgate, Kent opens her arms to people who crave intimacy and want to cuddle on a sofa or in her bed and is earning up to 360 pounds a day doing it. I don't know what the cost of living in the UK is. I'm sure it differs from place to place. I don't know where Kent is. 360 pounds a day does sound like a lot. There's a bunch of professional photos in this article. The photographer's name is, I believe, Paul Amos. Amos. And he, I'm assuming he's a he, uh, he has photographed Kitty cuddling, I'm assuming a client of hers. They're both staring at the camera in all of the photos and the photos are huge. They take up huge chunks of the article and um, I don't have scopophobia, but I am not used to reading articles about professional cuddling where photos take up a huge portion of the article and they're all the same two people looking at the camera professionally photographed. This 2013 article says that she charges 45 pounds an hour and the value of a pound I believe is significantly higher than most countries in the world. This article says that she cuddles clients at her seaside home and encourages 
encourages them to bring their favorite pillow, blanket, or teddy bear. That sounds nice. I feel like that's a lot of heavy items to bring to a cuddle appointment, even if you have your own form of transportation. There's still that process of carrying those items from your vehicle to the location. She insists that underwear be worn at all times. Shorts and tank tops are prohibited. Clients should be wearing pajamas or a t-shirt and tracksuit bottoms. Kitty has written a cuddle sutra for her clients, which is filled with detailed descriptions and illustrations before deciding exactly how they'd like to be snuggled. Kitty Mansfield has also been interviewed for this one website called Digital Spy. I, I had never heard of it until now. On March 27th, 2018, the journalist Ian Sandwell published the article with the title, This Morning Viewers Baffled by Professional Hugger. Sometimes we all just need a hug, but that didn't stop This Morning Viewers being baffled by a professional hugger on today's show. I'm guessing This Morning is a morning news segment in the UK. The newscasters opened the show by talking to Cuddle Professionals International founder Kitty Mansfield. At this point, it switched names from Be Snuggled to Cuddle Professionals International. Kitty Mansfield says cuddles are as costly as going to a massage. I don't know how much massages cost in the UK, but viewers at home couldn't believe it was a thing. Quotations. Ethical touch therapist? Professional hugger? 50 pounds an hour? I'm in the wrong job. April Fool's Day is next week, unquote. Joked one viewer. And then there's a bunch of screenshots of people on Twitter reacting to this morning news segment. The article very briefly brings up male suicide rates in the UK. I'm not going to expand on that. Last but not least, I came across this one Cambridge News article written by the journalist Rachel McMenemy, published March 5th, 2018. The title is, What's it like to be a professional cuddler? There is a video attached to the article, but you have to watch an ad for it. And then once you do get to the video, it's just a bunch of still photos with captions. No audio, just stock images with captions. It's not that engaging. Don't bother. Kitty Mansfield was asked, would you feel comfortable hugging your colleagues? And I don't know how to interpret this. I don't know if it's like, if you have a vanilla job on the side, would you feel comfortable cuddling your coworkers for money? I don't know if it's, do you feel comfortable cuddling other professional cuddlers? Would you accept bookings from other pro cuddlers? Like, would you accept their money to cuddle them? But anywho, her response is, I've been a qualified holistic therapist for 15 years, and I'm also a Reiki practitioner and companion animal bereavement counselor. Don't ask me about that. As a massage therapist, I'm obviously well aware of the power of touch to soothe and heal, but I felt a piece of the jigsaw was still missing. There was a blind spot in the current wellness industry. Massage is too structured and psychotherapy too distant. Quite by accident, I read an article about someone in upstate New York who was offering cuddles as a service, and I had a light bulb moment. I saw cuddling, or ethical touch therapy, as I prefer to call it, as a logical extension of and vital addition to the therapies I was already offering. Now, my qualms with the term ethical touch therapy, it's the same as my qualms with the term ethical non-monogamy. People who don't partake in it never have to label themselves as ethical, so why should we, us, me, 
I prefer the term platonic touch therapy or platonic touch practitioner because it is non-sexual. And if I wanted to prove that it was an ethical practice, I shouldn't just smacking a label ethical, moral, whatever does not intrinsically make it better, moral, ethical. Kitty Mansfield says, I recognized the need for regulation within the profession, a comprehensive training course, a professional membership body to provide a support network for cuddle professionals and a dedicated cuddle practice insurance policy. Last year, I launched Europe's first professional cuddling agency, showcasing certified and trained ethical touch therapists that prospective clients can browse with confidence. I know that was a lot of words, a lot of syllables, and that's why I avoid using terms with a lot of syllables. It's why I default to pro-cuddler. She says most of her clients are male, and according to Kitty, men are told too often that a cuddle can't be platonic, but women are freer to express themselves through hugging their friends. She says most men are never taught gentle, non-sexual touch, or that they can touch and be touched as platonic expression of joyful human contact accordingly. The inappropriate, over-sexualized touch our society fears runs rampant, reinforcing our culture's self-fulfilling prophecy against men and touch. Men are boxed in by our cultural expectations about what a man is and not allowed to do, and the limitations placed on men extend to their physical expression through touch. Then the journalist says, you can be the first pro-cuddler in Cambridgeshire. I think that's a direct message to the audience. Kitty says, we currently don't have a cuddler in Cambridgeshire. I may be butchering that word. So I'd be delighted to hear from anyone who lives there, has an interest in holistic therapies, and would like to train to join us. She says, all professional cuddlers use a client contract. The client abides by our rules of conduct and etiquette. We also meet the client in person or talk to them via Skype before a meeting is arranged. And that tends to weed out those who are after services we don't cater for. If we have a feeling that something is off, we don't go ahead. In four years, we've never had a client behave in an inappropriate way, so our screening works pretty well. In this article, it says she charges 50 pounds an hour, not 45 or anything below. The client contract mandates that clients provide photo ID to make sure they are who they say they are, and a third party is always told about the session for maximum safety. Then they provide a link for the PDF for the waiver. Oh my. I've never read this before. It says all your standard stuff, like you must be at least 18 years of age, no sexual touching. If someone needs to change their clothes, they have to do it without the eyesight of the other person. The professional cuddler is allowed to carry a non-lethal personal defense item. Payment is required in cash at the beginning of a session. Appointments canceled within 24 hours or non-refundable. All parties are expected to wear no or minimal fragrances, including aftershave. I'm surprised that this contract says a cushion between pelvic areas will be used for spooning positions. Do other cuddle agencies do this? Do other independent pro cuddlers do this? Because I've never heard of this before. I, I've never done that. I don't think it would affect my business if I implemented this. Towards the end, it says, be cuddled today will not be held responsible for any property loss that may occur or for any injuries that may result from a session. A hereby release be cuddled today from any and all liability for such incidents. I guess a lawyer was consulted to create this contract. If I were to create a contract without a lawyer, I don't think I would include this because is this really needed? Okay, if you're a lawyer listening, please let me know why you need to include a clause like this. Cuddling is not even a low impact sport, so I feel like the chances of you getting injured are extremely rare. I think you're way more likely to accidentally forget your cell phone or your ID at a cuddle location than to get injured. Going back to the article, it talks about the cuddling packages 
Friends. There's a silver screen snuggle where it's two hours long and you watch a film. The customer can bring their own movie and popcorn is included and that costs a hundred pounds, 50 pounds times two. There's the sporty snuggle where you watch a sporting event with a provider for 50 pounds an hour or pro rata. I don't know what pro rata means. Lastly, there's the Zen snuggle, which combines hugging with meditation, costs 50 pounds an hour or pro rata. I don't really know how to combine hugging with pro meditation. I have never hired a expert to guide me through a meditation session. I know there's a bunch of meditation stuff on YouTube, but please don't ask me any questions about meditation. Despite being Chinese, I know very little about it. Oh my goodness, I just received some emails saying that multiple people joined my Patreon today. I'm so not used to more than one person joining within a day, much less multiple people subscribing to my $10 tier. This is such a shameless plug. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. If you are one of my patrons, thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Pro Cuddle Hustle is a passion project for me. Your patronage is not only supporting me, but the current and aspiring Pro Cuddlers who listen to Pro Cuddle Hustle. If you haven't already, please leave positive reviews on Spotify, YouTube, Listen Notes, CastBox, Podchaser, and Podcast Addict. Perhaps I'll read your review in a future episode. Please follow Pro Cuddle Hustle on all socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I don't have an official Pro Cuddle Hustle TikTok, but I do talk about pro cuddling a lot on my TikTok. Someone recently made a stitch with one of my TikToks. I feel honored. <laughs> There's a first time for everything. Please tell all your friends about how amazing this professional cuddling podcast is. I also manage two different Facebook groups. One, Ask a Professional Cuddler, and two, Professional Cuddlers and SW Only. Please only join the latter if you are a professional cuddler or sex worker. I am in the process of uploading every single episode of my podcast to XBiz TV. They do have, I think, a seven video limit per day, and I've tried changing my VPN to see if I can bypass the limit, but alas, I cannot. My email address is felicityazara at gmail.com. I am still accepting cuddle bookings. Screening and deposits are mandatory. Vaccination and negative COVID tests are required. Longer bookings will be prioritized. I accept deposits through Venmo, Cash App, and Patreon. You have been listening to episode 19.5 of Felicity Azara's podcast. So because of a scheduling error, I accidentally uploaded the post-hustle pod episode before this episode. So yes, episode 19.5 has been out for, oh my goodness, 10 days? Gosh. Okay, my scheduling has been off, so you're welcome if you really like listening to my Patreon exclusive episodes. The most recent one, 19.5, is titled Sex Work in Morocco, Section 230 and Sicilia Bill. So I talk about American policies that affect sex workers, which which trickle down to affect pro-cuddlers as well. In almost every post-hustle pod episode, I speak with my lovely boyfriend. We watch a lot of movies and TV shows together, so the reason why 19.5 is titled Sex Work in Morocco is because we watched a Netflix movie that follows the lives of several full-service sex workers in Marrakech. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping me in all the ways that you do. I'm currently experiencing a heat wave. My heart is with you if your region is also experiencing a heat wave. I hope you all can stay indoors in an AC ventilated building. Happy summer solstice to all who celebrate, and I'll catch you all next time. Goodbye.